Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing how you can connect with us on social media, and also how you can support us. We are reachable at this lovely podcast on various platforms. We also have several YouTube channels: The Hand Network. Check it round table, and also the Asian Drama Club. I will drop the links in the description so you can check those out. You can also reach us online at our website. That's onacar.com. That's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R.com. You can support us through either PayPal or Venmo. Our PayPal email address is roses r o s e s out of the snow o u t o f s n o w at gmail dot com, and you can support us also on Venmo. the The connection for that is at on a car, and that's uppercase O and uppercase C, and it's O N N A C A R R. The last four to verify are one one four three. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table. We discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing until we meet again, episode six, peeps. This episode again, I am absolutely loving this series. I mean, I really can't say enough good about this series. I mean, honestly, it is one of Anna's top series ever. And I've watched a lot of TV shows. I've watched a lot of web series, and I'm saying it's right up there on the top. But anyway, this opens up with some flashbacks to Corn and In Touch and their lives paths, which Dean Pedine is trying to piece together to try to make sense of why he and Farm are connected on this. Time wavelength of reincarnation that they have found themselves in. I really liked this episode. I thought it dealt with some very difficult issues well, and it also showed how people handle, you know, the overwhelm of such subject matter. Because as P. Dean is kind of thinking through in his head what really happened, and as he's getting snatches of his memories back from his past life, he's really realizing that he, in his past life, is responsible for Farm's death, for his death, and what that meant in that time, and how is he going to move forward with that knowledge? The one thing I really liked about this character of Pedine is. His past life's character. I mean, most people wouldn't see it this way, but Anna really didn't like Corn very much. I mean, no offense. He was a difficult human being to start with, and then he decided to commit suicide on In Touch's birthday in front of him, with their two dads there, and then In Touch in turn committed suicide. I mean, there's really not much. No offense. That I can say that's very nice about the character of Corn, and some people wouldn't see it that way. It's just Anna tends to see it that way, and it's because he was responsible in part for In Touch's death through his own death, and so Pedine, who is the reincarnation of him, is a much better humanoid than 
corn was. And I think that really is brought to light as P. Dean is going through this memories of how they ended up together as a couple back 20 years before in two different human beings. And also, I think this is brought to light even further in another episode of um, this series, which I believe I'm actually going to pull it up here. Let me see here if I can find it. Sure, I had this pulled up earlier. But anyway, it is episode 10, part 2 of 5. The reason I think this scene was crucial, and again, this is not a show that's necessarily for kids, although I would say if my kids were older, I would have them watch it without any qualms. I simply probably would skip the suicide scenes. That's just Donna. I don't like guns. I don't like people shooting each other. You know, there you go. So anyway... But the thing I really thought this episode 10 brought to light, part two of five, was P. Dean is the reincarnation of corn. And he's got to figure out how to handle that fact and the negative aspects relating to that. Because there's a scene between him and Farm where he gets a little, yep, too physical with Farm. And Farm handles it very well, and Padine's sitting there going, why did I just do that like an idiot? I mean, no offense at all, but you can see it's going through his mind going, why did I do that? What what made me do that? And what happened was he was, for that moment, back to being corn, and corn did things that corn really shouldn't have done. And the thing I really liked about that scene in episode 10, part 2 of 5, was Farm realizes that, and Farm sits there and goes, this isn't P. Dean doing this. P. Dean made a mistake. P. Dean did something stupid. And he sits there and he goes, you know what, P. Dean? We're moving forward. And he gives him a cookie or something that's a Thai treat and says, doesn't that taste good? Now don't ever do that again. And now let's move on. <laughs> and that's what I think really makes their relationship, is they know what they came from, but they also know where they're going. And this episode is about Farm helping Dell and his friend for their play production, making a traditional Thai dessert. He also has a run-in with, I believe his name is Alex, who is trying to hit on him. And the thing I loved about this one is, I don't know, there's some of us who sit there and it's like, we're pretty nice people, but then we get rankled. And we just come right out and say what we're thinking. And then some of us sit there and go, why did I just let that all come out at once? Why didn't I, you know, broach this differently? And some of us sit there and go, you know, even if we had had time to broach this differently, we still would go right ahead. And Alex keeps getting in Korn's personal space, trying to um, flirt with him in very inappropriate manners. He simply cannot take a hint. And finally, Farm is sitting there as he's trying to help Dell and his friend get ready for the play. And Alex is there driving him batty. And he says, you know, I really don't want you messing with me like this. And Alex looks at him and goes, well, if you're not with Farm, if you're not with P. Dean, then I still have a chance. I'm going, you know, some people are delusional. And they think that if they irritate someone long enough, they'll give in to them. I'm going, if there's anything that will do, it will make them run the opposite direction further, longer, faster. And that's what Alex is doing to Farm. And so Farm turns to him kind of at the end of his rope and goes, how do you know we're not in a relationship? And then Farm leaves the room and he's just really upset. And he's saying they're going, 
my goodness, I said that in front of Dell. I said that in front of my best friend. Um, I just really didn't think that through because now they're going to know that possibly um, we're more serious. And the thing that Farm is, is he's very cautious as an individual and he's going, I really don't want people thinking that I'm in a relationship with P. Dean if P. Dean's not okay with that. And I don't want to try to make our relationship more than it is because we've only gone out to dinner and to the aquarium, for example. And so he's trying to deal with all that. And it's also the same day as kind of an orientation party at their campus. And so he's going to go see P. Dean right after this event with Alex. And he goes to see P. Dean and the seniors are giving everyone a tour of their faculty and all the seniors who are giving the tours have red threads tied around their finger and the red thread is a fascinating story i really like it and i also enjoy how it shows up in multiple cultures i'm actually going to do a podcast just on the red thread because it's really cool but anyway however Pedin has a red thread on his finger, and so do a bunch of other seniors. And they all kind of want to go with Farm around the campus, because Farm's a delightful human being to go around the campus with. And they also want to drive Pedin nuts. So anyway, and Farm picks one of the red threads, and it happens to be one that Dean has, Pedin has. And just for those who are not familiar with Thai dramas, Pedin, it means older um, person or older brother. It's a way to show respect to someone who's a bit older, because in this instance, Pedin would be about three years older than Farm, so he's like 21, whereas Farm is 18. Um, if someone's younger, they will address them as Nong, whether they're a guy or a girl. It just means basically younger sibling, but also it can be used for friends, apparently. Interesting little side note. But, however, um, Pedin and Farm, they're going around the campus having this moment. And then Pedin asks why Farm made these two different kinds of desserts. And he says, well, I made this dessert. He said, it's typically made at weddings and it, it has a good meaning. And he says, well, what does it mean? And he says, well, it means strong and sweet love. And Pedin really likes that idea. And so he kind of shuffles himself and farm into another room to kind of have a little discussion where he shows him that Dell had sent him a recording of him and his little um, foray with Alex and telling Alex basically, how do you know we're not in a relationship? And Pedine is totally embarrassed by this. He actually hides his head behind a window curtain. <laughs> it's really kind of funny. And again, I really like the actor who plays Farm. I also think the actor who plays Pedin, they did a great job in this show. Very great acting. And there are some of the few that I'm going, a lot of the BLs do not have acting that seems authentic or good quality. And those two really do give really good acting to the show. I've seen them in some other shows as well. I think that um, Fluke Natech is a great actor. Um, I also have seen um, Om, I'm not sure what his last name is. He's supposed to be coming out with a new series, which looks really interesting, basically on time and space and all that. Kind of like this one, but kind of different subject material. It's a little hard to explain, and they don't have a very good English translation in the preview. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, so they have a moment there where they discuss this, and he says, P. Dean says to Farm, 
I'm very glad you answered him like this, and if he gives you any trouble ever again, I will be dealing with him, not you. And really, I think at this point, it's not because Farm couldn't handle himself, although I will say Farm is extremely uncomfortable dealing with Alex's. I think any human being would be, but this really is something that P. Dean really does need to step in on because some people, it's like, P. Dean is one of those people, if he walked into a room and told people to just behave themselves, they would, whereas Farm's character would come in and try to be really nice about it and it would take longer for them to behave. And so they have this moment where they're discussing that and then P. Dean basically says, I want you to know that our relationship's going to move forward and basically are you okay with that and then they have a moment where they kind of have a romantical moment as I would say and then poor farm is kind of just a little overwhelmed by everything and so Pedine's like are you okay farm okay we're gonna go eat lunch and so then they go out to eat lunch and Pedine gives farm his swim jacket basically to let everyone who's in the lunch canteen know that they are going steady and also to maybe keep Alex from driving him batty further. And that's kind of where this episode kind of ends. I really liked the red thread connection in this episode with the thread around the pinkies are going through the orientation buildings and also this show, show is called Until We Meet Again or Red Thread. It just kind of depends on um, where you're listening about it. But it does have really good connections. Whoever wrote this series, I think they were a very thoughtful person and also had a great sense of continuity in how they connected things. And I think that's one of the reasons I really like this. It's it's just a cut above pretty much any drama series I've seen in any, I mean, any of the BLs, this one tops it. The only one that comes and is on par with it is like Love Life on a Line or the series History 2, Right or Wrong. The rest of the History series, I know they're very popular, but they just aren't the quality of like Until We Meet Again, Love Life on a Line or um, History 2. So, this one really was, I really liked this episode. I will say it did have some flashbacks to the suicide scene, which again, if I had kids, I probably wouldn't watch. I mean, I personally skip it even though I live by myself just because I don't like guns and I don't like them pointing at people's heads. I mean, that's just me. But I mean, it does explain their past and I think that they kind of need to do that to do a little backstory on this because they're both trying to deal with you know, how this is and what's going on. At the end of this episode, Team and Wynn and Farm's other friend, who's the girl, and Dell and Pedine and Farm all go to the mall. And it's kind of a little plug for the makeup company who paid for part of this show, which still is kind of weird for a Western viewer. I'm going, this is just kind of strange, but it seems to be very popular for makeup companies to pay for... BL series is also I was just on Instagram and saw it was either Bound or Prim are doing like a premiere thing for Olay of all things which I'm going what's up with the skincare 
and the actors from Beale series. I mean, it's just something a little odd for a Western viewer, but I'm going, well, a lot of the American actresses do lotion commercials too, so why should it be any different for the Asian actors and actresses? So anyway, just a little odd, but they have a scene in the end of it where they're going to a restaurant, all of them, and they're talking about the symbolism of the red thread and how in some cultures it's tied around the ankle. In some cultures it's tied around the pinky finger. Also in some cultures there's a history story of in different cultures where they would tie it to a windowsill even. It's it's just kind of interesting how it shows up through different cultures and different times throughout history, that red thread. But as they're talking about, they talk about how their lovers would kill themselves and they'd have the red thread tied to each other in hopes that they would rejoin each other in the next lifetime. And they say, wonder what that would have felt like. And Farm's sitting there and he's going, it's overwhelming sometimes it's it's a feeling that you know but you're overwhelmed by it and yet you're comforted by the fact basically that you do know the person and you've got that connection and that scene there is also I think very well done in that not so much in what they say but in what they don't say because farm setting there trying to figure out how to explain you know that part of their lives and how it all connects. And I think the fact that he was speechless about it almost was a very good thing because it's like, I don't know if anyone here who's listening has ever seen the Emma that had, um, oh, it was the one by Andrew Davies. And in that Emma, there's a scene where Mr. Knightley is saying, you know, I could talk about my emotions more if I felt them less. And that's kind of what I feel when I'm watching the scene with Farm and P. Dean. It's like they both know that they have in the past and they both know that they're in the present to fix what happened in the past, especially P. Dean. Because, you know, Farm, yeah, he shouldn't have taken his own life. But... I'm I'm sorry, his his previous self of in touch. But P. Dean's sitting there going, you know, if Korn hadn't pulled the trigger for first, Farm's character of in touch wouldn't have pulled the trigger either, and so therefore P. Dean feels a lot more responsible about things than Farm necessarily would simply because of the domino effect. And I think this scene at the very end really encapsulated that in a very tangible way of how they're trying to put the pieces together and live well the second time around. And that's one of the reasons I really like this show again is because it does show that, you know, life has do-overs. I mean, not really sure about the whole reincarnation thing is not something that people from the Western culture really think about too much. But I do like how it gives people the consideration that, you know, as you go through your day-to-day life, there are things that happen and you're going, eh, you know, there you go, it's done. But, you know, life does have do-overs. And I think that that's kind of one of the things that's redemptive about the human story is, you know what, people might not get it right the first time around, but maybe if they don't, their kids will. Or, you know, history keeps repeating itself until it's redeemed, as Rabbi Foreman of Aleph Beta says, who, if you haven't checked him out in his wonderful lectures, I don't care what religious bent you are, it's fascinating. He's like the Sherlock Holmes of lectures. It's absolutely awesome. But I digress, and I'm not being paid to give a plug to Aleph Beta. I just think they're absolutely cool. So you should check it out. 
But with that on out, check it at the round table. Bye. Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing how you can connect with us on social media and also how you can support us. We are reachable at this lovely podcast on various platforms. We also have several YouTube channels The Hand Network, Check It Round Table, and also the Asian Drama Club. I will drop the links in the description so you can check those out. You can also reach us online at our website. That's onacar.com. That's O N N A C A R R.com. You can support us through either PayPal or Venmo. Our PayPal email address is roses, R O S E S, out of the snow, O U T O F S N O W at gmail.com. And you can support us also on Venmo. The, the connection for that is at on a car, and that's uppercase O and uppercase C, and it's O N N A C A R R. The last four to verify are 1143. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.